0: Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs, I'm Kevin Weir.
1: I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama celi- serial killer con cast.
0: Okay, do you want the... to take it one more time? <laughs> nope. I'm not going to cut it out, I just want to know if you want to do it again.
1: <laughs> no, that's what this episode deserves, and is.
0: Serial killer con cast. Um, coming hard out of left field. uh Musical No one expected episode. it, and no one knew it was going to happen. Kind of a musical episode.
1: Kind of a musical yeah. episode.
0: It feels...
1: Half-hearted, um, at best.
0: Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. So let me tell you. Yes, it does.
1: I did a teeny tiny bit of research, because I'm not familiar with this musical, so I had to look up, like, song themes. Oh,
0: did you find the fun thing that I found about it? The I thing sure that they did, did not mention?
1: The reason they did this one instead of the one that suggested...
0: Yes, so <laughs> there's a moment early on. The the musical will be American Psycho. I'm just gonna put that out there. Mm-hmm. There's a moment early on where when they're planning all this out, Veronica's like, and then Kevin he's gonna do some performances from the most popular uh, killer serial musical killer musical that
1: has ever been.
0: And another character, Charles, is like, Oh, Sweeney Todd. The most popular
1: Cereal musical by the serial musical. killer there's
0: yeah. And Veronica's goes, no. We're not. We're gonna do American Psycho. You know, the Duncan Sheik written uh, musical written based on a book by Brett Easton Ellis.
1: Now look, y'all.
0: Do not mention.
1: First of all, the Duncan Sheik musical is Spring Awakening. Let's be real. <laughs>
0: but but he did. He, I mean he, he did, did, did do the do music this. for this, but it's not it, what he's known is, for. It is a Duncan Sheik music music written.
1: But uh, more but importantly, what they. What
0: they what never gets mentioned and slides on by is the book the story of the musical is <laughs> written by good old Roberto and Gary Sacasa uh, so, <laughs> wow okay
1: here's the thing with Roberto he's like a prolific <laughs> renowned writer like he's prolific in the world of TV and theater and comic books
0: Ooh. Oh, he does a lot. He does do a lot. Why
1: is he still so bad?
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, oh man. I know there there are no know. words to explain. <laughs> I don't know. Uh but it, it's it's hilarious <laughs> to have this bubble where he's like, "No. It's the one that I wrote." And also, we're going to ignore, we're not going to mention that we're just going to do music from the musical i wrote
1: yeah no they're just doing it three three songs from it four four songs
0: yeah um four yeah four songs the last one i honestly thought they were skipping over until they went back for it so (laughs) now it's four songs
1: also thought they were skipping Uh, that song and i was like oh show
0: (laughs) i thought i thought it was awkwardly cut for time (laughs) <laughs> that's yes, exactly what too. I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it's like, oh, you ran out of time and you had to cut the song.
1: <laughs> well, that's okay.
0: <laughs> no, 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 I guess actually they wanted to do it thematically, and you know what? Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna They
1: sh- should have cut a different uh, song. Hate them but for that. That's fine.
0: Yep. Yep, we're gonna find <laughs> other things to hate about them because this is Riverdale, <laughs> season six, episode seventeen, American Psychos. American Psychos. The first scene of this episode is two minutes long, and it is a lot.
1: It is jam-packed with so much information. Um, it seems like it's one of those classic meeting of our main characters, but we've forgotten. Jughead's locked in a bunker. Tabitha's not a part of this storyline. So instead of Jughead and Tabitha, Charles and Drake will yep. be in this scene. Yep. Yeah. And um, we will find out that Veronica was able to put together a crime convention in 36 hours. She says it's because she just <laughs> imported a different crime, crime convention. But no, she just put together a flimsy one with her friends.
0: Yeah. Now, I, I don't like, like, this is kind of a true crime convention. Uh, they do refer to it over and over. It's it's serial killer Fans, and I cannot describe how much this sucks. So it's SlaughterCon. Yeah. Um, yeah. And look, I, I I, do feel like in the context of Riverdale, it is said to be kind of like a not cool thing. Like, I don't think we're supposed to be like, ah, oh, no, this is a cool thing.
1: Yeah, but everyone like, is grossed I, out by it except for Drake, who will judge people for being <laughs> grossed out by it.
0: Uh, it... I, it is wildly uncomfortable to yes. think about a convention for a currently active serial killer currently actively serial killing like this like we always talk about it like with with true crimes like you you jump on it a bit too fast but like this this would be like if if someone did a fun convention while like I don't know Ted Bundy was out there doing his stuff, or like Zodiac, and you know what? Maybe there were some weirdos. <laughs> yeah, maybe up, gathering up.
1: But the internet has uh, made some things worse. Yeah. Also, they will not take this seriously enough. Like throughout the episode, no one is taking the threat of TBK seriously enough.
0: Oh no! App uh, no, it's it's ridiculous how little they seem to think he'll actually do anything like and they so they have these throwaway lines charles is in this scene and they to like try to lower the stakes to try to make people understand like no 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 trust me it's going to be like a fun cool f-. like this is like the show to the audience mm-hmm. they have charles being like hey charles uh, do you think this is safe to have uh tbk comes oh well no he's a narcissist and the crowds won't keep him away you see there's a rule with serial killers you don't kill where you eat i don't even know what that means and like you absolutely what is the con- kill
1: where you eat let's think about all of those uh, <laughs> d- redneck well, murderers they killed where they ate all the what time
0: I, mean, I don't i don't understand what do you mean you don't kill where you eat like
1: you, you don't kill that- your fans.
0: That's just a thing that he said. Oh, he also says we love our fans. We don't want to murder them. I'm like, I don't think that's true. I
1: don't think that's true. <laughs> also, I also, can guarantee you, Ted Bundy killed lots of fans.
0: Also, TBK already killed Glenn. There, he already killed someone in Riverdale. He does. He doesn't seem Riverdale is like, or is he the talking about special like special
1: place? No, he's talking about is the conference. TBK's not con, going to kill at the con, which he doesn't con, do.
0: With the con, the con where you eat.
1: Apparently,
0: I I guess like he's being like, oh, he's a narcissist, so he needs the. I can we point out they they have this actually they have this thing where they constantly like oh yeah every shield killer is a narcissist every shield killer is a narcissist I'm like you're making really bold and you're putting a lot of people at risk for a claim that I don't think you can back up.
1: Yeah. Also, let's just talk about the fact that Charles is in this scene. Period. Charles is no longer dying. He needs to go back to jail.
0: He is allowed just to sit around for a little bit. I will say, it's very confusing and it's very upsetting for all he's in this episode. It's not that much. But I am reminded, I guess there is an FBI agent at the house. Like, I'm not talking about Betty. I'm talking about, like, there's Drake one. and then later there's another FBI agent. And I'm like, yes, I guess... He's not just being allowed, allowed to walk around. He is but still But also,
1: he should be back in jail. Watch. Why are they keeping him? He's not dying anymore. He, Veronica purified his blood.
0: Probably for this exact reason. Okay, but
1: Hannibal you know, Lecter like, was not allowed to just walk around. Hannibal Lecter no, hung out I, in that cell and licked his lips at Clarice.
0: Nah, but Charles was already out. Alright, anyway. So, yeah, they're going to have this big um, thing going on. Uh, like they, they 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 do full events.
1: Oh yeah, like Drake's going to do a presentation. Um, they've brought in Curdle to do a faux aut- autopsy.
0: They're having a bit too much fun with this, and also, why make Betty the?
1: I, Betty is the centerpiece it, of this convention.
0: This 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 thing is stupid. Like it's so like, why would this work? Why would this like, be approved? Cause, well, because I'm like, why put Betty in as like the main draw? Because then you—that's like, then that's like—it's so obviously a trap. Yeah, that so obviously, obviously TBK is not going to come. Yeah, like if you want, like if realistically you wanted something like this to work, which it never would, <laughs> you would want to be—you want to do it in a different town,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and not have the the FBI agent who's currently searching, chasing for him. him like it'd like, be one reliant... thing if she was a
1: normal girl, but she's not. She's an FBI agent in charge of the cell after him, which he knows, and they know he knows. Yeah.
0: And they are they lean way too hard on, and that's because what they set up here. And then this two minute scene, they lean way too hard on. Well, he's a narcissist, so of course he'll show up. Well, he has to show up. And, and I'm like, Archie no, he is doesn't. worried
1: about Betty. And Betty's like, no, don't worry. He won't come after me because he thinks we're kindred spirits. And he doesn't know he's not in my blind spot anymore. So I'll see his aura. And it's like, Betty, he never thought he was in your blind spot. Like, that's not an issue. He was not aware of that. He was aware of the palladium thing, I guess, by accident. Although maybe not. Maybe he didn't know that Archie was invulnerable. He just had palladium.
0: He did brag... He, he did seem to know as a Palladium thing. He did brag once, being like, I'm Betty's blind spot, so... Yeah, I
1: think he means, but like... I, I, I,
0: know, I think, yeah, he might be that in a different way. Also, doesn't matter. Never comes up.
1: Anyway, we gotta go to a different dumb scene where uh, Percival is furious.
0: Mm, yes, he's, furious. he's very upset. Furious yeah. about
1: that strike. Uh, yeah,
0: because... Bailey's Comet's coming in one month and I'm like, oh, right.
1: Yeah, that's Bailey's from comet.
0: Also, I think he might have mentioned it in Riverdale a few episodes ago and I just blocked it out because... No, no, what it was is I think Cheryl mentioned, or Heather mentioned Bailey's Comet. Anyway, so they're all worried. Oh. It's, it's like they did a test run of plot points in Rivervale.
1: And they're like, <laughs> what do people like? Cool, we'll keep those.
0: And did people, did people, did people or mine did mine. they like it in that context, or did they not like it at all?
1: So Frank makes a great point that we've been making for weeks. Why don't you just mind control the miners? I mean, they're yeah. they're not miners. They are Yeah, strikers. Railway yeah. builders. No, they're not.
0: They're not railway no. workers, Aaron.
1: They're unskilled <laughs> they're labor laborers.
0: Throughout. Yeah, they're they're construction workers who are using their skills to. Very slowly hammer uh, nails in. Now, Archie tells all the union guys, is like, hey, or these guys, I like, hey, the union is supporting our strikes. So you guys are going to get like work fund and you're going to eat pops for free and it's going to be all good. They're entirely unworried about, like, he is a mind controller. Like, he
1: is a mind controller, and Archie thing he should have told them now, because Fangs already knows and already <laughs> believes it, so someone should have brought that up now. But uh, it, it, that like, will be the case.
0: I, I understand it is weird to be like, alright, group of
1: Randos. construction
0: workers, here's what you need to know. Percival Pickens can control minds.
1: But this is a world where mind control and magic is accepted immediately by any character who's told about it.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm upset about that. Uh, we do get a quick uh, reminder that Jughead is in the bunker. And Archie and pulls an gonna-
1: Archie being like, is he drinking again? Oh, no? Okay. He'll Ar- be fine. Ar- Archie. Archie. Archie, this is a what? world with magic. I'll do this. There could be a magical attack on him.
0: Uh, so Tony heads off to Cheryl, tell her that she's marrying Fangs, and it comes with a hard musical sting as Cheryl's appalled.
1: But don't worry. they a very. Because Heather's gonna come scene? in.
0: Yeah. And yeah.
1: Tony knows about I'm, Heather, cause Cheryl yeah, talked yeah. about her during high school, and I'm like. No, show. Heather was a deep, dark secret locked in the back of her mind. You told us that earlier this season.
0: Yeah, or but was that river?
1: No, that was here. Th- no,
0: that was when it Britta was had to.
1: When Abigail took over Cheryl's body, that happened yeah, here. Yeah,
0: and I was, I, and I was wondering: is it a fake? Is it a thing that they did in her head? But no, no, yeah. She's, she's there. Yeah. So uh, we get the setup that there's going to be a bachelorette party at the serial killer after party, but it will also be in the middle of the thing.
1: Apparently the after party is just a part of the convention.
0: Yeah. Uh, so this goes directly into Heather talking to Cheryl and being, being like, like hey, it so.
1: It would be natural if you had some weird feelings.
0: Joe Cheryl's obviously upset and... I, once again, cannot stress this enough. The entire reason Cheryl and Tony broke up is because of Cheryl.
1: Yeah, Tony did So she's going to have to
0: deal with how this is going on. The serial killer convention starts.
1: And there are people dressed like famous serial killers because that pig head man is from something that's not Riverdale, right? And the rabbit well, head woman. The- I think those are from um The Purge.
0: Yeah, I think... Uh, Maybe, I don't know.
1: (laughs) Anyway, maybe there's some references to real serial killers, but mostly it's just...
0: real fake serial killers.
1: Yeah, mostly it's just some creeps, and then Kevin sings a song from American Psycho, and it's quite honestly very boring.
0: Yeah, yeah, like all of the musical numbers, except for with one staggering exception, uh, are one and a half staggering exceptions, (laughs) are just Kevin doing, or just like a, a performance on the... Babylonium stage. Now, they did mention this before, but some of, like, the panels are doing here are, like, a Black Hood and a Starkweather panel, which Mm -hmm. is gross. (laughs) Uh, But it's not great to
1: do that in the town.
0: Yeah, I guess the people who were affected by him, kind of, a lot. I feel like more people were affected uh, affected more than you guys. But anyway, um, Despite this, it's like Betty's shocked that somebody could potentially be a Black Hood fan because, like, she's, this guy just up like the Black Hood, and she's like, "I gotta get him," even though once again, she can sense threats,
1: and she knows he's not a threat.
0: She, but instead, but still, she goes like right, like up to him, and he like pulls like a knife, and it turns out this guy is just like. Weirdo serial killer super fan. Yeah, he bought
1: and the actual black hoods knife off of e slay. Hate that. I, I,
0: no, no, I think you were scammed because that knife has to be evidence somewhere. Yeah,
1: there's no way you can actually buy that.
0: So I think you just have a knife, but um, <laughs> like you have. It's now, fine. yeah, and now he says something that makes no, no sense because he's he's just like. Oh, I'm a fan of steel killer. And you're like practically one too. And I'm like, what? 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 And then huh? he's like,
1: I'd be honored to be your first kill. And you're like, Excuse me? What? <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So decide, uh, just yeah. a
1: long line of randos telling Betty she's evil. Sounds good.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh Percival does does take a quick journey over to Pop's in the middle of here to do some taunting.
1: And, and classic, classic Fangs was so confident. He's like, I've got my tether. It's baby Anthony. And he, <laughs> like, he talks to Percival before Percival tries to mind control him.
0: It still te- gets mind controlled. The tether thing is so confusing. Like, I don't. <laughs> get ha- it?
1: You have to evoke it mind mindfully, but like Fangs, one hundred percent has time to evoke it.
0: But then later this episode, they can force it on people. Yep. Like it by doesn't...
1: reminding them of what's important to them.
0: Yeah. So at the very least, at least when Percival turns around and, and is like, "There goes to the room," and goes, "You all will work." He does start bleeding from the nose. So we're like, okay, okay, it hurts him.
1: Yeah, mind controlling that a is, lot of people.
0: That's good to know. That Probably is when he good went out and he mind controlled all of the um uh the, the, the unhoused homeless people. people. Yeah. Yeah, he was also he also started bleeding from the nose. But like that
1: Now I have questions. Because Frank yeah. is cartoonishly evil on the show now.
0: Is and, Frank, and he's like, you can you can mind control him, so he knows all this stuff. So
1: is Frank constantly being mind controlled or has Frank become cartoonishly evil?
0: Okay, I here, here's what I'll say. So, based off of... Jumping ahead a little bit. Eventually, like, Tony and Tabitha and them will talk about, like, this going on. And Tony's like, well, why didn't he do it sooner? And these people are going to make a whole bunch of suppositions that I assume are just going to be correct. Hmm. Uh, but they're like, well, maybe it's harder to control more people for longer. I'm like, okay. So, when he's controlling people, I think it's an active connection between him and them. So, I think... When he's just like controlling Frank and Alice, Alice barely has to be controlled. Um, Kevin goes back and forth, I think. I think Frank's the only one he has an honest control over. I think he can be constantly mind controlling Frank,
1: right? That makes and sense, and
0: it's not that hard. But at this point, essentially, he is he has put in a standing marker in these people's brains to last for a while, and so he's probably. Still, like, maybe mind he's woozy them a this entire little bit Yeah, I think it just yeah. it creates a constant connection. It's like, because okay. keep in mind with the homeless people, he did send them on a long journey, but once they have finished
1: their journey, they're not mind controlled.
0: Or, yeah, walk west until you hit the yeah. sea, th- then I think the break happened. So maybe that's why he wasn't mind controlling people while they were walking across the country, which took way less time than it should have.
1: And he might not be actively mind controlling people while they're building the railway because he gave them one task.
0: No, I think he is. I think he is actively micro them them then because they actually are broken out of it in this episode.
1: Oh, true. Episode.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I, I think I, I think this, that's what's going on with him and that's why he doesn't constantly do it because the more people he has like these his own tethers to, mm-hmm. if you will, mm-hmm. um, the more spread out he is.
1: But we don't get to think about this magic for long because we have to go back to the crime convention where Agent Drake does what she does best, which is deliver a Wikipedia article.
0: Yeah, so she's talking about hebristophilia, which is just um, a sexual fascination with people who kill, do crimes, you know, serial killers. It's like the people who marry serial killers in prison.
1: And Archie thinks this is weird, which is the most in-character thing for Archie to think ever. (laughs)
0: Archie Archie is trying to be very civil about it, though. He's like, look, people, they do their own thing, whatever, but it's kind of weird, right? And then Betty is like... I don't know. You're like, Betty, you don't like serial killers. Betty, you
1: hate serial killers. You are not attracted
0: to them. So, so why are you being weird about this? Oh, no.
1: Oh, no. No. Uh, Meanwhile. is
0: pulled away because he gets the call with all the people going back. So he's got to deal with that.
1: Which is a reasonable thing to, for him to deal with because, Betty, in case you forgot, and I have to remind Betty right now, <laughs> Percival Pickens is going to cause the apocalypse. So Archie does have to go stop the railway from being built.
0: Yeah, but Eddie's like, I got stuff going on. (laughs) So speaking of people, got stuff going on. Cheryl goes to Kevin uh, with the Necronomicon. And this
1: scene seems out of the time order because Kevin is not dressed in his performance outfit. He's just wearing a plaid shirt and it's daytime.
0: Kevin. All right. I don't want to think too hard about what Kevin's stuff is this episode <laughs> because he's going to, despite most of it being him being like, "Well, I'm going to do some uh, performances for uh, the the this convention." And he Berodic does take a break. He in told
1: th- me to make them very murdery.
0: Yeah, um, he does take a break in the middle to do this nonsense where Shale's like, "Hey, uh, you want to curse Tony and Fangs' relationship?"
1: And like I understand that Kevin has complicated feelings about Tony and Fangs, but he <laughs> did break up with Fangs, and he did decide he was going to sue for sole custody. So he does not have a right to be upset about them getting married.
0: Well, I mean, if I may, um, they both broke up with people that they really care about because of their own personal traumas, uh-huh. and now they're going to take it out on them. Uh, cool. They don't have to gonna be good wrong. people,
1: they're but be they're wrong. not
0: wildly entertaining it's hilariously true. entertaining these two people who are like hey you know how we both uh decided to end things for just reasons of our, of our own and instead of like talking about or like being able to work through it or anything like that Uh you want to punish them for it <laughs> cool
1: I mean cool. this is this is what I want from Riverdale it's not what it gives me but it's what I
0: want yeah. So we get into this next scene, which is where we they talk all about the mind control powers. And they got to figure out what are they going to do to snap these people out of mind control.
1: Well, you know what these people care about? It's their families. That's the whole reason they're working on the railway anyway, because they care so much about their wives and kids.
0: Yeah, so we set up an entirely new thing here where apparently you can... You, re- you can use a tether in the middle of the mind control. I guess we actually did. That was what Archie tried to do for Frank. Yeah. But but I, I assume that he couldn't do it because he only had to do it before he got mind controlled. But it turns but this out you
1: can force a tether upon someone.
0: Which just means. So I guess Frank's just weak? a weak dude. Hate that. But, like, but well, especially because, like, Percival's not giving. It's not like he's, like, Percival's giving him a secret thing that he. I mean, maybe he is that we're going to learn later but it just feels like why can frank break it then if he loves his brother so much
1: i'll tell you why because there's a power in songs and archie didn't sing to frank earlier
0: yeah archie has a guitar okay all right so we check out this uh maleficarum um to do a wedge spell And, oh my god.
1: Cheryl has decided that she does not want to define what form the wedge will take. It would be more fun if the universe picked it.
0: Cheryl is the worst witch in the world. I'm not a magic person. I'm not a witch. I'm not a wizard. I don't know that. But remember when she was supposed to be like, oh, I know all the supernatural stuff? This is basic monkey paw stuff. You don't let the... You don't give vagueness in a curse
1: no because the universe will fight the the universe is out to get you we know this magic comes from chaos and chaos will reign don't let chaos reign
0: well also it'll just take the shortest path it'll just be like oh you want them to break up cool one of them's in a coma they're not together now are they like cheryl
1: we all know this we all saw are you afraid of the dark when we were children
0: Uh. (laughs) So Archie uh, takes his guitar, goes to the boys, he gets their families there.
1: He is weirdly oblique about the mind control. And I understand that the families of the workers are there, but he's just, to Frank, he's like, No, Percival's bad. He manipulates and corrupts people. And I'm like, Archie, just say that he mind controls.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they... It's so weird, this show, because they're like, oh, we have a person who has mind control powers, but we are going to talk about it very vaguely, despite he has obvious and specific mind control powers.
1: And even earlier this episode, Frank said, just mind control them. Who's he keeping this secret for?
0: Yeah, it... so like it bugs me so much because like like yeah, we do learn that there's now limits to the powers and they're like, you know, oh, well, they didn't know that. But like you guys did know he had them. Mm-hmm. So and they still didn't like you didn't know there was a limit to his powers. You were just like, and I'm you, sure like, he was my control then. Or
1: just guessing it. You're just guessing.
0: So they sing a song, it's called Bread and Roses. It's, it's like a political song from 1911. Yeah, and it's like it, an actual protest song. Yeah, and it's Instant, instantly, instantly, instantly.
1: It literally breaks them
0: all out of their stupor.
1: Like, it takes Fangs longer to get mind controlled than it does for
0: him to break out of it. And I'm like, why doesn't it break Frank? Archie's there.
1: Archie's singing his family.
0: What are you doing to Frank?
1: (laughs) I really hope that we find out that he has like mind controlled juice he has to drink every day or something. Justify a show.
0: Maybe it's just because he's been mind controlled for so long, but like, I don't know. He, he, it feels so weird. <sighs> All right, so day one is wrapping up. Drake and Betty are honestly just doing end of convention. <laughs> They're just doing a convention. <laughs> just and doing a convention.
1: Speaking of wedges, Drake is ready to aggressively and firmly draw a wedge between Archie and Betty. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so she spent the time being like, how's Archie? Oh, no, that's too bad. I'm going to be real with you right here. Uh, I'm attracted to you.
1: And Betty says, thank you. (laughs) Thank you.
0: Now, I will say, this does feel like the writers of the show were just like, I'm bored. Just have her say it. And I'm like, well, that's okay. Um, (laughs) And then Betty... He was like, Oh, I'm not interested. And then Drake's like, I felt like I was picking up vibes. And I I want I mean, we, we were we were very both like, much like
1: what vibes? Yeah, you know,
0: for both of us who were like, Oh yeah, d dr- Dractee, Dractee. Dractee. Uh we we're like, no, there was absolutely zero vibes from Betty. Zero vibes. Zero vibes. No vibes. As soon as, as soon as Betty hears that, she's like, I vibes? I putting out
1: And then she'll have a dream about these vibes. (laughs)
0: What? Did Drake hypnotize her?
1: Look, at this point, even though we know beyond measure of a doubt that TBK is a man, I was like, is Drake TBK? Is that what's happening here?
0: I thought maybe she was like a a former woman in the well. Oh, yeah. Like, was working with him or something. I don't know. Uh, this, this goes, is obviously, it's a dream. Betty dreams like Drake's like waking her up. Um, but
1: Drake had spent a lot of time in the previous scene being like, you and Archie just don't have anything in common and you have so much in common with me. Archie seemed pretty freaked out by our very unsettling serial killer fan convention.
0: Betty is hilariously manipulable in this episode. Hilariously manipulable. Uh-huh. Like the stuff she's, stuff uh-huh. Drake is saying makes... It's obvious. Little sense. But, but as soon as you mention anything, be like, hey, Betty. Darkness. Betty's like, I will listen to anything you have to say. Like, it's definitely <laughs> a a trigger for her. Well,
1: so this, the next day she'll be like, breakfast. Archie, maybe you don't have to come to the con today because you don't really like it. And Archie will be like, yeah, I do have to deal with that strike.
0: Oh, Thank and you. And also, like, you know what? Maybe he's freaked out because... Like a lot of the people that you're doing like panels on and things of like that are people who have tried to kill him mm-hmm. or his friends or mm-hmm. his family. Maybe and he's he doesn't deeply like, triggered. Maybe this town should be deeply triggered by this nonsense you're pulling on them. Um, maybe but, that. Maybe that's why.
1: But instead, Betty, even though she told him he didn't have to come, will be deeply hurt that he decided not to come for the morning.
0: I point out later. Because I don't think this is a lie when she says it later. She, when Archie's like, do you want me to come to the casino? She's like, no. I mean, if you come, TBK's probably not going to come. True. And I'm like, yeah, that is true. Because Archie's an invisible man, and I think TBK knows that.
1: Yeah, that seems to be the case, so.
0: <laughs> All right, so uh, Cheryl decides to, she wants to gloat to Tony and Fangs directly at whatever her curse is. And because she is a stupid... Terrible witch! She learns what the ramifications form? of her actions.
1: The baby is sick. The baby is gonna die. Oh,
0: oh, oh! Yeah. Hey, you know what might drive a wedge between a couple? The death of their baby. Hmm. Monkey paw nonsense.
1: So she will so, rush to Kevin's house and tell him, and Kevin will be like, "Nothing can okay, happen to house. that baby." I'm like, Kevin, you're. Your baby. Kevin, your baby. If you actually thought you were the baby, father, the phrase baby. is... Something that could happen to my baby. Yeah, idiot.
0: Yeah. Uh, fortunately, they will bring in an expert. Blah, blah, blah. Moving on. Betty uh, goes and talks to Veronica.
1: And um, so I think they brought in, like, a different group of writers for this episode. Because Veronica will speak the <laughs> thoughts of the audience. She oh, yeah. will say... The- it is Some unprofessional. Some people definitely had a
0: headcanon mm-hmm. for Veronica that was implemented in this scene.
1: It's things like Veronica saying, Drake was wildly unprofessional. Accurate. A lot of things that have happened in this <laughs> FBI are unprofessional, but this is too. Um, yeah. And then he goes, well, she may be unprofessional, but she was right. I compartmentalize with Archie. I don't tell him about any of my darkness. And Veronica's like, cool, cool. All right. <laughs> Do you think maybe you should? Should? Should you maybe it, tell these things to Archie and give him the option to decide what he can handle?
0: Also, like, it's fine if you don't get to share all your work stuff with a dude. Like, that's... It's okay. Like, like, that's that's fine. The, your, the work stuff you do is a lot different than it's like, oh no, I work at an accounting firm and I can't talk to my husband if my make accounting stuff. I'm like, you admittedly work with some real you you shouldn't have to be like well i have to, i i better be able to talk about all the blood and gore
1: well also like I work, nice but i work in a medical know. school and because i work at a medical school dealing with like a lot of confidential student issues <laughs> i can't talk about my work with oh, yeah. my partner
0: <laughs> yeah i don't think betty should talk like with archie about some of the things because she's an fbi <laughs> agent you you don't get like it's like this is very highly confidential. Yeah, but I mean he's my boyfriend, so <laughs> right? I I also I also take a moment um, to mention that like as Veronica's going through this and she's like, You gotta talk to him. All my relationships ended because of convos that never happened or happened too late. I'm like, or or convos that happened, but then you made up your own conversation. In the middle of what you think actually happened, and then you ran with that <laughs> conversation instead. So accurate. <laughs> and then Ronnie goes straight from this to, ch- to confronting Drake, like confronting her real hard too.
1: Yeah, basically but how she needs to leave Betty alone because Betty is busy dealing with a serial killer.
0: Yeah, she's she's a bit smug like Veronica's very smug but like I definitely showed <laughs> showed her and I'm like I mean yeah yeah, I guess
1: look I, I just appreciate the Veronica's being a good friend for once yeah
0: I, I, I was just more wrapping my head around the fact I'm like Drake is both her, se- her senior and her subordinate yep like there is because she's definitely been in the FBI longer but she's also like working under her
1: <laughs> yeah. so it's
0: like There's a lot of different situations going on here.
1: And you definitely can't date in any of them. So uh, (laughs) that's that.
0: So Heather uh, is the expert that we heard about to go deal with baby Anthony.
1: Heather and Cheryl bring a tonic to baby Anthony. We find out that Heather is not just a library worker, because she's not a librarian show. She's also (laughs) a midwife and a night nurse.
0: I think those are... Subtle, like witch things. Wit, like witch things. Yeah. Like I think that's what it is. I think I don't that's even what think she's. She's like... a
1: librarian. I think she's just a witch.
0: Yeah, Yep. Yeah, yeah. I have books in my house, and I got my name on the library page, so legally you can't stop me. Uh, it is worth mentioning that mm-hmm. this whole thing where it's like we made a tonic from the greenhouse is flash to
1: what Cheryl
0: did in the Rivervale world. Which all but confirms. Yeah, which all but confirms in the Rivervale world, she also made that baby sick. Yep. 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 Which, I mean, we kind of, because she was doing things to trick everybody into killing Archie. But, like, cool, let's remember that.
1: Meanwhile, Alice Cooper, who should not be allowed to be around Betty any longer, is the reporter that interviews Betty on stage. Yeah, so the she's the moder she's
0: the moderator of this weird panel with Betty. There's so many things wrong with this. One, you're right, Alice and Betty should not be getting along at all. Uh, two, Alice should hate this convention. Yep. Like, this this is literally one of the most immoral things this town has ever done. Is like, hey, let's have a convention over the over all the serial killers of the past ten years. See in this town.
1: Isn't Alice supposed to be mind-controlled? Oh. I mean, I know we've discussed this, but... <laughs> Percival is just now, like, eh.
0: Now, Betty talks about the whole dismembering thing. Well, he took me out of the, th- the the well, and he told me that I had to dismember this dead body, and I cannot stress this enough, she is in a room with Dr. Curdle Jr. He is a man who does this...
1: Every ...all the day. time,
0: as a job. And he's not a serial killer he's weird
1: but he's not a serial yeah, but, killer
0: and you, i think that's honestly unrelated
1: yeah you can be two things at once you can be weird and not a serial killer
0: <laughs> so so they get, they're gonna get some questions from the audience and the one that they get to obviously set some things up is why do serial killers wear masks
1: which is like an irrelevant question thank you
0: <laughs> yeah, well it is a cool question it is like a question that if people were just like hey I don't care that you're a woman in a well. You're an you FBI agent. You are an FBI agent. agent who hunts serial killers. Like, this this girl who asked this question gets the point. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, no, I'm going to ask you an actually interesting question. So it's because they use it to dissociate. Yep. Yeah. And then, oh, my God, this trap is the dumbest thing ever. So it they turns get out a c-
1: a they caller. allow phone-in questions to their serial killer convention well, in a random small town. Well, and then they're shocked.
0: Why would you Why would you let callers through? This is a trap. It's you were clearly, trying to lure a guy in.
1: It's clearly going to be TBK. He is smart. He's eluded el- the FBI for years. Of course he's not going to show up if he has the option to call in and taunt Betty publicly, which is his favorite thing.
0: Just like, Just don't give the option to call. It's like being like, all right, we're going to take this delicious meat and we're going to put this delicious meat in this trap. So when the wolves come by, they'll step in the trap. Also, I put a whole bunch of meat over there in case the wolves just like get hungry and they want some meat. Obviously it wouldn't be nice to just put the meat in the trap, they might get hurt themselves. So he calls in and he's obviously like bugging her like why do why, what what with the mask that you wear, the human mask that you wear.
1: And then he's like, it's... "What do you think when you catch me or you just going?" And then he describes her house, not Archie's house. Are you just going to settle down in suburbia? No. <laughs> you're going to you... end in the darkness with me. <sighs> He's a serial killer, Betty. Okay. He's saying nonsense.
0: Okay. A few things. A few things. One, he describes Riverdale as a sleeping, quiet town, which it has not been since the first half of season one. In this episode, they mm-hmm. call it the murder capital. Uh, two, mm-hmm. no that's her job. She's been like a full agent yeah. for half a year. You don't like catch a serial killer and then you're like, "Well, time to and retire and stop being I've an FBI dem- agent." Like, dude, you're not even her first serial killer. But Betty really is like, "Maybe after I catch him, I do." I'm like, "No, Betty. This is your job." <laughs> and Betty- I would love if at some point Betty was like, like he was like, "You would be were together and Betty's like, "No." You're a nine-to-five for me. <laughs> <laughs> You're just my job. Hang up.
1: I live rent-free in your mind, but in my mind, I pay rent on my house.
0: It's a Tuesday. <laughs> 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 all right. So, um, he, he does all this. Archie leaves. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Heather uh, tells Cheryl, gives her a little bit of a lesson. About She's not like, casting
1: hey. spells, nonsensely.
0: Don't never ahead. cast a spell in an extremely volatile sate. Hey, look, look, Heather. Love you. Uh, that's not the lesson. That's a hundred. It's a good lesson. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But, but the, the lesson, lesson here is be specific
1: about your magic.
0: Yeah. Don't cast half a spell and yeet the rest. Like <laughs> you do the whole spell. Don't just be like, let's see what happens. Don't, so, don't, let's see what yeah. happens with chaos magic.
1: So then Heather's like, do you want to talk about Tony? And Cheryl says, look, yes, a part of me thought that me and Tony would be back together one day. But actually, I was upset because I have feelings for you. And now I'm scared that what if I, I... lose you, too?
0: Okay, what? look, I. I, Characters can and they should and they should make mistakes and be flawed. That's perfectly. Yes, yeah. Yes. Um. I want hear Cheryl to say I made a mistake breaking up with Tony. I want her to I want her to say that word. I want her to say I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. I don't want her I. she wasn't beset by poor fortune. It wasn't the right person at the wrong time. She was in a relationship and she made the decision that, hey, I know she's trying to fix our relationship, but I want to fix our relationship. And she made a mistake. I just want to hear her say it and yeah. we can save her character arc.
1: And then she says, mm-hmm. I regret it.
0: And then and, and then now she I goes, have to move Yeah. On. She says and then yeah, this is like you said. It's about you. I-, I tried to bring up Tony and Fangs because I'm attracted to you. I don't want to get hurt again. How does look, A doesn't go to B there. A doesn't A goes to like somewhere in the middle of the Cyrillic alphabet. What what does that mean? It's yeah, like no, saying, she's
1: still lying.
0: <laughs> it's like saying, Hey, baby, I'm sorry I shouted at the cashier. I'm just so scared of being hurt again. No. no. No, why did, you, why did you try to break up them? Because you're scared of getting close to Heather. So they go to the bachelorette party.
1: I feel like I should take a pause here because I feel like I've been misrepresenting my feelings about Betty. I'm okay with her uh, getting tricked by TBK. Yeah. Because she was put in his well. She did not go to therapy.
0: I mean, she oh, he went should to absolutely... She didn't engage. Oh, he should absolutely be manipulating her.
1: And I think he's manipulating her in the correct way. I just think the show is kind of agreeing with his manipulations.
0: Well, the, and the reason that I, that I feel like maybe you feel that way, I feel that way, is because this is the same thing we've been going through for six years. Yes. Like, and, and they've always fed into it. They've always been like, yeah, no, she has a darkness in her. This isn't TBK being like, you have a darkness, and Betty being like, do I? I have to think back on the things I've done in my life and decide, I, did I do them because of this darkness? But no, her entire life has been, I got to look back and think of all the things I'm doing because of my darkness. But she never has done anything.
1: And she never goes anywhere. Like, she's forever yeah. just spinning her wheels. And so that's why I'm like, I don't care. This would be so interesting if Betty had been, like, slowly devolving into darkness over the seasons. And yeah. now TBK points it out.
0: So we go to the bachelorette party, Um, they get some dresses, they get some alcohol, and then potentially the most upsetting musical number I've ever seen begins.
1: Okay, I want to point out that what they're drinking is absinthe, because that's what Veronica cares about now.
0: Yeah, and they just drink, like, full glasses of it.
1: And, (laughs) well, okay, I was very upset about this, because there is no reason on earth why Drake, who is at this party, and Betty should be drinking. They are actively hunting a
0: serial killer and they're drinking on the job. Oh, full. I I wrote this up later when, like, after this whole thing goes on and (laughs) and and Betty's like, like, oh, Archie, what I'm doing is important is what I'm doing. I'm like, Betty, you, this is the dumbest thing you've ever done. You lead an FBI team. You've used zero FBI stuff. There's no surveillance. There's no backup. You went to a bachelorette party in the middle of a stakeout. Now, you should be getting fired.
1: Now, I do want to point out, though, they're drinking the absinthe that Veronica ran through her body. So it has no alcohol in it. She took all the toxins out.
0: Maybe. Betty is hungover in the next scene, though. Oh, yeah. Now... I'm here's the thing I'll say about this most upsetting musical number number one because it just starts out of nowhere and there's not enough musical numbers in this episode to not make it when suddenly all the characters in this dressing room or suite start singing at the camera. It's very upsetting, stark and weird. And two, why is Drake there? Yeah, why? Who who invited Drake?
1: Not Betty. Not Veronica.
0: (laughs) It's Tony's party.
1: Also, like, okay, I understand COVID. Still, I wanted a couple extras. Like, Tony must have some other friends, right? Like a teacher at the school, a social no. worker, no, a, a, a serpent.
0: No, only Drake. So, <laughs> so this dumb. goes directly into the third American Psycho song, whatever. You are uh, what and Betty you wear. sees someone. Betty sees someone. No, that was the second song. This is the third one now.
1: No, now we're in Killing Spree.
0: There we go. Uh, so Betty sees somebody in a TBK mask. Now, this guy is wearing a mask and a, and a, and a, and a, and a tank top. Mm-hmm. And then a moment later, she sees someone in a mask and a full trash bag suit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now- this man in a mask and a full trash bag suit <laughs> pretends to suffocate Kevin with a clear trash bag. Uh,
0: she doesn't know it's pretend.
1: Okay, Kevin, why would you put that in your Kevin. musical number?
0: Kevin, come on. That is the active serial killer she is trying to Do you do you not know why? Did they not brief him on what was going on? Even if she didn't brief so him on the case. So Kevin crazy just thought a serial killer
1: convention was cool? Like yeah. <sighs> the
0: person wearing the person wearing the mask is Dr. Colonel. And then the second TBK just, this once again, this is the one who's just wearing the mask and a tank, and a tank top, top just leaves. And Betty didn't notice those, like, they were wearing different clothing.
1: Well, hey, maybe she, I guess maybe the she is bachelor party Austin. went well. Because Cheryl, oh, and, Cheryl and Heather are Heather. back at Cheryl's house. And they had and such Heather, a good Cheryl's time. Like,
0: Cheryl's like, I gotta show you something. Remember who she paints? Do you remember she paints? Remember she mm-hmm. paints? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So she's a painting of Heather and, sh- and her. Here's how I know that Heather is so in love with Cheryl.
1: She likes the this paint.
0: This painting is creepy. It's yeah. the two of them as children holding hands like they're the shining twins with and their heads smiling. clocked to the side. No. And Heather's like, it's beautiful. And, and- not...
1: And then they make out, because... Yeah,
0: because, you know, when, when the hot girl that you really, really like shows you something, you're like, yeah, yeah, it's good. You know what?
1: I'm happy for Cheryl. It's nice to see her moving on. I do still think <laughs> Heather is a villain.
0: Oh, 100%. But... Uh, so we get Betty and Archie in the next morning, uh, t- talking about her seeing TBK, and we know that Kevin's bailing on his last performance because she messed up his vision. His vision sucked. He his vision to be was up. bad.
1: He doesn't deserve to do a final number.
0: <laughs> so, Betty, instead, she's going to do the performance.
1: And um, while she's singing, Drake and Veronica are going to lock all of the exits to the room she's singing in, which. Oh, 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 oh that's, that's, that's a bad plan.
0: Because so Archie's like, hey, Betty, if I told you this plan was.
1: Crazy and was, dangerous was,
0: was dumb. You'd be upset, like Archie. You have to understand. This is what I do. This is who I am. And what I do is lock serial killers <laughs> in rooms full of uh, unsuspecting civilians victims, and just assume he wouldn't kill them. Because you know, when you back a like an, a, a dangerous animal into a corner, They're it not doesn't gonna lash out.
1: out. Never. No.
0: No. Instead, you're going. Ha- so you're just going to have the a, a single FBI agent who has a crush on you and your friend from high school lock the doors. <laughs> it's like the show forgot that she has an FBI team behind her, the, and and so and. Or they knew about it, and they're like, "Oh, but if she had the FBI team, we wouldn't be able to do some of these cool things." They're like constantly writing themselves into corners, but it turns out they're in like a six-dimensional shape that's all <laughs> corners, and so they just write wherever they want. And
1: the poor Sweet Archie's like, "Oh, I see a point you're making. Okay." And then and Betty's then like, Betty's- "Look, I've been thinking. When TBK said 'I'm
0: fences.'"
1: I don't want those things. I don't know if I want them. I don't know if I want children, Archie. And Archie's yeah, she's like,
0: like, oh. He's like, I've been thinking about picket fences, marriages, and that pregnancy scare, and I don't know if I want any of those things, which is fine. But she follows it up unrelated. with... Well, she follows it up with, is that a deal breaker? And I'm like, as opposed to what? Now, this is exactly what happened with Veronica and Archie, but Veronica, and they even call it out this is what happened with Veronica and Archie, Veronica, at least, like, we understood what the alternative was, which is like, I want you to move with me to New York. And Archie's like, I want to stay in this town. Betty's just like, I don't want a white picket fence or marriage or have any babies.
1: But then why was it such a thing last episode when Alice was like, I hope you never have children because you'd be a terrible mother, just like
0: you're an awful daughter. I guess maybe that was her being like, yeah, I don't want to have kids. Like, a show, like the,
1: you're doing too many things.
0: I need to clarify the 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 thing that that makes me the most confused. It's not the marriage or pregnancy because you know if you don't get married, you don't want to have kids. That's fine. You, you, you do your thing. It's her being like the white picket fences. Does she honestly think she has to retire if she marries Archie? He doesn't care about you being an FBI agent. He just cares when you do stupid plans as and an I FBI mean, agent. To
1: be fair, that is a discussion to have because at some yeah. point yeah, her really. FBI work is going to take her away from Riverdale, presumably. No,
0: maybe. Remember, Eric. it's the most murders in a small town. They've had more SEAL killers in 10 years than the country has had.
1: I mean, in that case, then I don't see why they can't be together, but... Yeah. Archie so, uh, is like, okay, I love you so much, we can't talk about this right now, because I gotta go <laughs> deal with the strike, and you have to do a dumb yeah. plan, so... I
0: got union stuff.
1: Can so, we talk later?
0: Yep, yeah, so Betty heads uh, off to the, uh, the Babylonium. She talks to Veronica, and it's like, hey, so we have the talk, and I'm worried. I'm worried. This is the edgiest nonsense Betty has ever said. She's like, I don't think I could be with Archie. I'm too dark for him. But then... Veronica was about to spit some facts.
1: The writer's room, the new writers who are like, this show is dumber, like, for F's sake, Betty, Veronica's killed more people than you. Get over yourself. (laughs) Yeah, okay.
0: Veronica, I've killed more people than you. My husband and father. Both in cold blood. Okay, number one. No, not in cold blood. You were particularly feeling and passionate in both of them. One And also... You called out a hit on your dad. I'll give you a half on Hiram. You got yep. a half kill on Hiram. And I'll give you the other half for Geraldo. But, but you, you know cannot... who she
1: doesn't bring up? The, the man, man she, she did fire? kill in cold blood. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she 100% set him on fire in the basement of Pops. I mean, he yeah. was also, I guess, invading her space. So like,
1: And I, trying she, to kill her.
0: She didn't kill. She has killed no one in cold blood. Cal- <laughs> calm down, Capote. And Aaron, if I may. Yes, I know we're. I know we're going on our time. I want to go a little bit further. Yes, if so, let's go a bit further. Dark Betty,
1: Dark Betty, Archie
0: has brutalized more people than you, yep. and he kind of killed a man in the ring. I mean, it was drugs, but like he, Archie feels like he's killed more people than like personally. He feels like he's killed more people than you have actively killed.
1: Even Jughead has mutilated living people. He yep. cut a pound of flesh off of uh, <clears throat> what's her face, Penny Peabody.
0: Yep, Jugget has, has mutilated and partially lobotomized more people than you. Yep. Uh, let's go out to things that you might not even know know about. Tony Topaz has killed more people than you. Fangs has killed more people than you. And mm. I can't believe I forgot this last episode. Remember that whole thing, but Al's like, Mom, you can't, if you kill him, you'll regret it. Maybe not now, but maybe in the future. She's already killed a man.
1: The shady man.
0: <laughs> no, 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 that was the chick. Edgar Evernever. That's she right. She shot him. She actually shot him in cold blood. She actually killed him. I I think the only thing that uh, she has people beat on is the amount of dead bodies dismembered, and Colonel Jr. has you beat on that.
1: It's true. It's true.
0: So so settle down, Betty. We're all dark, as Veronica says.
1: And then Veronica makes an excellent point, which is, (laughs) do you think maybe you should tell Archie... About this darkness that you think you have in yourself. So he can decide what he can handle.
0: You know he was in the mafia for a while. You know he dated Veronica. He was in the mafia. He was in the mafia. Yeah, he was he, in he the knows mafia. He darkness. Yeah. He was
1: with Veronica when she was, mi- when she murdered Chad. And he did not break up with her.
0: He was in jail. He went to jail because he was... He, he, was, was he, he was in a boy fight club. <laughs> he was framed for a murder. But he himself... Kind of thought like he accepted. I could, I could have had him not get shot, but he did. Like he's got a lot of his own stuff going on. Now the weird guy is back. Remember him, the guy oh, with the, yes. the knife. Yeah, and this uh, time
1: he has actually bought the black hood's gun.
0: Yeah, it does seem to be confirmed by Betty that's his gun. But then she says to him, "Hey, you want me to sign that gun? Do you know?" How many people hurt do you know do you know how many people he's killed with that gun? And I'm like, on screen, one.
1: Just Midge. And I
0: no, Midge was stabbed. Oh he that's shot right. the sugar man. Yeah. And maybe Penelope shot him with his own gun. I don't know. Uh that but gun
1: has not killed enough that, people. That,
0: that gun is not his prime he doesn't here's the thing that the problem they're running into here. Running themselves into a corner. the Black Hood didn't have a signature weapon. He, he was killed just with whatever
1: a, he, was near him. He killed
0: he killed Miss Grundy with uh, her the bow of her uh, cello. He shot the sugar man, he tried to shoot Moose and Midge, but and they he survived. Uh, he he crucified Midge. I think he stabbed a whole bunch of kids in the school. Maybe with his Yeah, and before that, like we I cannot accept the things beforehand and being him like serial killer because that makes no sense. Makes yeah. no sense in being a serial killer all the way along. Anyway, Betty, settle down.
1: And now time for the weirdest cut of this episode. (laughs) Betty picks up that gun, and mm -hmm. then it cuts to Veronica going, Boy, your song sure was good.
0: Oh, man, I'm so sad that the the, the DBK didn't show up. And I'm like, did they cut Betty's song for time? I also (laughs) thought they cut her song. Now, she, they did it. They'll do like a. Dramatic thing. Um But uh, but not before, before Drake. They do
1: that, two idiots.
0: Yeah. A
1: poison woman, a woman who can breathe toxins from her mouth on yeah. command and yeah. an FBI agent leave Betty alone <laughs> after the yeah. trap they set for TBK. Of course he's not gonna come during the song. He's gonna come after.
0: Yeah. Now 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 admittedly I guess they nailed it, because he doesn't come after. No. Um, he, he he does... Betty goes home, and... Well, goes home. She goes to Archie's home, which is her home. Uh, and she's TBK in her own window, so she rushes over. There's a dead FBI agent, because they did mention earlier they're going to keep an FBI agent with Charles... And Alice. Alice. So, But he's dead immediately. Uh, and then the room is clear. She somehow... She, she somehow... seen
1: him in her bedroom, but he's not there
0: anymore. Oh, wait. I, we also didn't mention, she grabbed her dad's gun, despite yeah. she for sure has her own gun. Yeah. But this shows me she did not bring her sidearm to the trap that they were setting, because it it doesn't fit in the dress, probably. Some nonsense like that.
1: And what we should say is, while all of this is going on, yeah. it's intercut with a scene Of Betty singing the song and the reason that Betty remembers singing the song is because Drake set it off by asking her if she was singing about Archie or singing about TBK
0: I cannot stress enough this song is about Archie it's
1: about Archie (laughs) What,
0: what what goddamn nonsense is that Drake Drake what goddamn nonsense is that what are you saying Drake what what a thing to say to a person what a... What a thing.
1: Why would you, as an FBI agent, say this why, to one of your colleagues?
0: Why you, as a human being, would say this to another human being? I think you're supposed to be socially awkward. Maybe. But this is this too This isn't far. it. This isn't it. Now, Betty somehow, despite the fact that she went in right through the front door... Missed. And it has a fairly clear view of the kitchen. Uh, she did miss... <laughs> I forgot Charles was there, so I'm like, "Who's the man?" There's just a man and Alice, and we don't get a clear shot of the guy's face. I'm like, "Who? Who's the guy?" Later, later, he'll have a line, Charles, and I'm like, "Oh, it's Charles."
1: So Charles okay. and Alice have been tied up on kitchen chairs, and they yeah. have um, plastic bags over their head.
0: Yeah, and it is but clearly thank- shocking
1: they're still alive.
0: Well, no, thankfully. Thankfully, they also have uh, uh, duct tape over their mouth, which keeps the plastic from going in the mouth. Because that's what kills you with the plastic bag, is the plastic going in the mouth. And not the fact that it creates a confined environment.
1: And you get carbon monoxide poisoning.
0: Like, yes, the, the plastic in the mouth means you can't breathe, but it'll do both those things. Now. So
1: Alice reveals that TBK, TBK was caught by supervillain disease, and explained that he was waiting for Betty in the garage. which well, she wouldn't have known if they had died.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she goes to the garage, and TBK's like TBK has a n- nice dinner set up. Because once again, here's a weirdo. It's a really uh, and nice he's, dinner, like the food and he's looks like, good. He's like hey, put on the mask. Oh, yeah, he made mask. her a mask. He made a duct tape or a ma- uh, trash bag mask. And Betty's like, uh, Betty almost gets to where I want her character to be, where she's like, everyone wants me to be a serial killer. What is up with that? <laughs> no. Like, no. And he's like, but you won't shoot me. And she's like, I will. Oh, yeah. He, okay. So in this scene, TBK gr- aggressively misunderstands this relationship. <laughs> Now, I'll say they, they give Betty too much in the way of her being like, is the, but am I tempted? It's like, it's like she's like, I'm not tempted, but what if I was tempted? Wouldn't that be crazy? Because he's like, hey, you have two options here you kill me, or we go in there and kill your mother and brother. And Betty's like, no, and <laughs> shoots him. <laughs> <laughs> I no, like this they're actually like very close to this being like a cool thing because she actually does kill him in cold blood Veronica because yep. obviously she should have arrested him he had like a chainsaw on the table but there's but, no like,
1: way like she kind of shot his shoulder and then <laughs> arrested yeah, so him so
0: her choosing to kill him rather than arrest him is actually like a dark thing to do but mm-hmm. I am not 100% sure the show realizes that
1: yeah I, d- I have I, no hope for this show
0: yeah I think they might have still been like no that's her choosing I am not going to be a serial killer I'm like well she should she's have arrested him she I mean, should have taken option 3
1: she's a one man killer
0: <laughs> she, she, is now, she is now tied with Tony
1: and Fangs Thanks.
0: and her mom.
1: Amazing.
0: Amazing. So, yeah, you know, she gets him out of there. I just mention that. She does get, she gets everyone out. It's fine. And,
1: and he is dead. Like, yes. this is not a trick shoot. He does not escape. He is on the floor in a pool of clay. I
0: mean, who knows?
1: We don't find but, out who he is this episode, but I'm sure. We, I mean, this is I mean, thing. I'm not sure. We I found don't out we'll who he out. was
0: before. He's like, I don't care who he is. We've seen him before without his mask on. He's a dude. That's he's true. a dude he's just a dude i mean maybe as a family that was a whole thing remember So maybe oh, she'll meet yes. TBK's family
1: Ugh! i don't uh, care i don't care yeah. show you're doing too many things
0: percival takes some time talking to frank and he kind of adds more lore to his powers which he's like well now that they have tethers it'll be difficult to reassert control over their minds and i'm like wait will it- they just have to do it once once and you're like can't do it anymore that tether's there forever
1: and then Frank's like oh maybe I should get some
0: union busters maybe that's the thing sh- that I know maybe we should crack some heads like these references I'm going to make Frank uh, yeah,
1: that's, that's not your backstory anyway yeah
0: I mean I guess if you get union busted a whole bunch you probably know the people who do the busting <laughs> uh, it does not make people feel good but first of all it's like no we're going to go more old school it'll be biblical Aaron, which of the uh, Egyptian plagues is he going to do to this town, do you think? Frogs.
1: Frogs. It's going to be frogs.
0: Ooh, I was thinking firstborn sons.
1: Then he gets rid of Anthony,
0: the soul of this town. Like, that is the thing. That's what he wants to do. No, I think it'll be
1: frogs. (laughs) This show's too dumb.
0: Okay. (laughs) So, uh, Archie, or Betty sits down with Archie. She does a little recap. So, I shot him with a gun. And then Archie picks up the gun. I'm like, hey, maybe don't pick up the, the weapon evidence. and put your... Yeah, but just fingerprints all over it. I'm still upset that Betty doesn't have a sidearm, but, you know, we're we'll moving on with that.
1: But Betty's ready for a monologue. A monologue about how that's the gun that killed his dad. And she has when so the, much... Well, that
0: shot his dad. Yeah.
1: She <laughs> has so much darkness inside her. Just like the darkness inside her father that made what? him try to hurt Archie's dad. I...
0: I, I'm worried that whatever's inside my dad that drove into her people was inside me too I'm like I thought we had this weird episode where you're like oh no it's a serial killer gene which was inside your mom not your dad but now yeah, it's but also a vague other thing remember
1: she recently learned about the gaslighting Kevin
0: yeah yeah
1: but like sorry the grooming uh, that's what it was she
0: learned about the grooming yeah but I'm like you're going two different ways with this uh, so she's like but what happens if I not might be able to resist it and what if you look at me one day and you're you're afraid of me? I'm like, wait, are you implying that at some point if you start killing people, Archie will be like, I don't love you anymore? Girl, if you start killing people, Archie should be like, I don't love you anymore. That is an act that is an appropriate reaction to if yep. you start murdering people.
1: And you know how you can avoid that?
0: By listen by to Archie. To
1: listen to Archie and maybe do the therapy. As, pre- I, as opposed to ignoring the therapy that you were already in.
0: Now, I will say, I think whatever Archie says here is better than therapy because Archie is about to spit some facts. <laughs> Archie's like, hey, Betty, this we stuff you're saying, it's weird. It's also <laughs> dumb because remember when you were young and we found a bird that was hurt, you didn't grab it and like break its neck because you gotta put it out his misery. No, you nursed it back to health. What? <laughs> After all that thing where she's like, I had a mercy kill a cat. She also, at like the same time, nursed a bird back to health on her own prerogative. And she's like, oh, I forgot I did that.
1: Bang! Yeah. So, Betty, maybe you need to be less concerned about your, like, hidden memories, because it turns out you just don't remember anything about your childhood. Like, we see a I'm flashback. She is the same age as young Betty in the Caramel flashback. It's the same
0: actress. I'm not saying one good thing negates a bad thing, but holy crap. And then he's like, look, also, just, let's just put some logic in here. You care about hurting people
1: you are so afraid you, of being a murderer
0: which means you don't want like TBK didn't care about hurting people Hal didn't care about hurting people Penelope didn't care about hurting people none of these people cared about hurting people you do care about hurting people like Archie just hit just just nails it so so well that like what Betty has been doing has been being like oh no I'm not. I'm not tempted. I don't want to do bad things. But wouldn't it be crazy if I did want to do bad things? That would make me a bad person. Then Archie's like, "Yeah, but you said earlier you don't want to do bad things.
1: Looks... Like, at no point
0: have you demonstrated wanting to do bad things."
1: This is sweet, dumb Archie coming to the rescue, saying <laughs> his sweet, dumb things that are correct.
0: Yeah. yeah. He's not
1: here for all of these thoughts. He just has to say facts.
0: Oh, dropping hard facts, Archie. Good for you.
1: Good for Archie. All
0: right, Aaron. Throughout this episode, did you find yourself a CW moment?
1: Did I find a CW moment? Did I find a moment where Logic went to a serial killer convention and that's the end of the metaphor because, yikes.
0: That's a silly silly thing to do.
1: I did. It's short. Um I love that Dr. Curdle Jr. got tapped to be a part of this convention and did regular <laughs> fake autopsies cuz we see him do, starting like the autopsy presentation and he is filled yeah. with joy.
0: It yeah. No it
1: makes no sense he'd be a part of this. It makes yeah. like he's got other duties to do. I don't even know what he's doing the fake autopsy on. It seems like a real body that they've like implanted simulation equipment in.
0: It's unclear. Nothing
1: makes sense. Yeah, it's illogical. Yeah, but it's fun, and that's like the (laughs) purest encapsulation of a CW moment. Yeah. Kevin, did you find a CW moment?
0: Yeah, mine is more from that. It does just bug me so much that why does. Like I understand the poignancy of Betty taking her dad's gun, even though I didn't realize that was a thing. We like, like, oh, it's her father's gun. Once again, she shot one person with it, and then was maybe shot. Yeah, with and her. until I mean, she, she, she did, shoot, he did about it. He did shoot Fang or um, Moose and Midge, but they didn't die. He killed one person with it, and was killed by it by himself maybe. Uh huh. But maybe. But the the thing was, was her bring with, with it with her to TBK like. She's an FBI agent. She has a sidearm. And what this shows to me is she didn't bring her sidearm on the stakeout.
1: And wouldn't it have been a better thing if it was an act of choice? If she had her gun and she put it down and picked his gun instead, then it means something.
0: Yeah, then you could get into a whole thing about, like, masks where it's like, oh, she... You, she chose to use the killer's gun rather than her gun. The, the thing is, there's just so much about it that doesn't matter. Like, it, that is just... Like, we didn't know that he had a gun that was, like, a specific gun.
1: I mean, we didn't know it, he had a knife either. The show's just telling us things.
0: The knife was actually more... I'm like, yeah, you know what? I think... I, like Because it's just a normal, like, Bowie, like, hunting knife. But I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know what? I do remember the knife. I feel like even though he was introduced shooting... Now to be clear, I do not believe he was introduced shooting, uh, uh, Fred Andrews. I believe someone was introduced shooting Fred Andrews. And, and that they
1: decided later.
0: It was it was him later, but I, I still think of him so much more as a knife guy than a gun guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. But
0: hey, they, they do that, and she didn't bring her sidearm on. The, like the plan was so dumb. they were gonna lock him in a room full of civilians. She didn't have a gun she like she had no way of, uh, of talking so he could, he could just start slashing you start killing also hurting people her,
1: her singing was also just by chance the original plan was not to have her sing at the con so what was the plan what was the plan what was the plan riverdale
0: <laughs> we did we just ever skip over the weird lie she has where she's like i'll i'll draw him closer to me like a siren like Weird, <laughs> weird. Dude, I love I love this entire episode of them being like, "Oh, we know what will lure TBK in," and TBK being like, "No, I'm gonna put myself in my own, stra- own trap."
1: Don't worry. <laughs>
0: don't, don't worry. I'm not stupid enough to fall for your trap. I'm I'm, I, I'm my own worst enemy. <laughs> kill me or kill your mother and brother. I don't know who you are.
1: <laughs> I don't care about you, TBK.
0: Bang. You're dead, and he is dead,
1: <sighs> and he is dead. Right, so,
0: weirdly enough, Riverdale has—I think—I like a bi-weekly thing for a little bit. So, yeah,
1: so there's no new episode. So there is a new episode tonight. When you're if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, there isn't no, no. If no. you're listening to this on the day it comes out, there's no new episode.
0: No. The next episode, no, it's next week. Yeah. And, yep, and then there's a break. Yeah. And then there's another yeah. week. Yeah, on the maybe 10? after that we'll see. Who yeah. knows?
1: We don't even know how many episodes there are this season. Riverdale nonsense.
0: True. So we're gonna follow with the Riverdale schedule. Uh, some unexpected things might pop up in your uh, your feed, so keep an eye out for those. Yeah, sort we're of, like, here filling the gaps,
1: but also yeah. to keep our sanity. Riverdale, do you, Riverdale, listeners, do you think this is the end of the Evil Betty storyline? Sound off on the social media We're podcast moa, podcast MOA at Instagram, at Twitter, and at gmail.com. And please, we need you. Give us your ratings, reviews, and subscriptions on Apple Podcast or your podcaster of choice.
0: And don't forget, you can check out my books. They're available on my website, kevinwarebooks.com.
1: And I'm over at aflimsyplan.com.
0: And we will see you next week.
1: What form will Percival's revenge take?
0: Are Betty and Archie too different?
1: What is Drake's problem? Like seriously, what is her problem?
0: Ask us all some more on the next episode of Michelle Sires and Abs.
1: A teen drama fan cast?